Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I thought I saw something. I lose you guys again. What? What's going on? What are you guys looking at? Abaddon ice. That's what we call it. Everybody feels like they saw something out of the corner of their eyes or just felt like they were being watched. Happens to all of us. Just our imaginations messing with us. Abaddon ice. You coming? So, Gabriel, say your last name for us. So, my last name is Kittry. Kittry. Okay. Czech last name. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I normally put this phonetic. Well, we I, I pulled something off the internet, and it, it says pronounce K-I-H-Tree. So, yeah. But I didn't know. I probably put that. But I, I didn't know how to say the first part, so I was I was a little stumped. Well, but, uh, yeah. us, us being in the deep south, we're going to butcher it anyway. That's true. So. That's true. We have <laughs> I, we, we do have probably within how far is west? It's about twenty minutes from here or so. West Texas is is large Czech community. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, I I taught art there at the high school for a year or so. Really oh, awesome. great people, great people. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. One okay. of one of the what best. Kind of art did you teach? Uh, it was it was high school and middle school art. You know, and okay. uh, yeah, that's 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 over. Um, okay. Yeah, I got out of that because adults are are bad. So it's yeah, like, I probably agree with you there. I'm more down with animals and things like yeah. that. My dog here chilling. It was never. Uh, can I ask your names? I don't know. If I yeah, know your I'm name. so sorry. I'm Mike, and this is Casey. Mike and Casey. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, All Casey right. Jones Mike, Mike and Mike Hamilton. Hamilton. Yep, yep. So no, that's in the email. That's right. I just yeah, you're sure. fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, okay, Gabriel. Um, tell me, number yeah. one. Thanks for being here. If you're cool, we'll just go ahead and start. Let's jump in. Okay, Gabriel. Thank you, number one, for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, and say my your pleasure. yeah, say your last name for us one time. So my last name is Kittry. 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 Okay. Tech last name. Fantastic. Uh, and then in the in the information that I pulled, uh, yeah. it says your father was a philosopher. He is. That's that's correct. Okay. And French American something dancer is your mother, and I am oh, not yeah. going to try yeah, to. Yeah. I will not that, try that's to pronounce. A, that's it. a tough one there. That's that's Baratanachim. Okay, yeah, Bada Tanacha. Yeah, we, we didn't give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a, you know, we didn't. We didn't even get close. But yeah, we, were, we were. Yeah, we were. We, <laughs> so that's that's cool. Uh, I'll just say briefly. It's South Indian dance. Oh, and my mother is not Indian, but she fell in love with this this dance, and really, it's a lot of storytelling. Really. And so I sat through. Uh, I, I don't know if I had a choice. I, I, I probably had a choice sometimes, but these really mythological you know folk tales from india um and they spark your imagination in all kinds of ways and then you have the dancing which is its own performance but before yeah. every performance 
there was this long drawn out story. And I think some of that probably is where this started. Yeah. It had to. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, you know, just telling stories and dance and, and, and seeing a story you wouldn't normally see. Uh, and then what that does to your mind and your imagination. So yeah. I, I think those things have been working within me and, and, and I had trouble figuring out where to put that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I was grateful that Russell Wynn and, and this story and Steven and, and, and all this, it just kind of went like, yeah, no, I, this fits for you actually. It makes total sense. In, in, yeah. In a fun and cool way. And, and so not that it brought up those folk stories, but I, sure. I just mean that, that, that desire to tell bigger stories started early. Right, yeah. right. Well, um, uh, number one, let us tell you kind of um, why we're here today, okay? And I, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to make it sound like a eulogy or anything, but uh, we're, we're here to talk about Russell Wynn and his yep. place in the Hell House universe, mm -hmm. okay? So uh, the few things that I know, Russell Wynn died in a car crash, Right, and it, this is the same car crash. No, no, no this you want to you, you desperately crash. want to put that together. <laughs> he he desperately wants <laughs> that car in Carmichael Manor. Yeah, that that wrecked car you see out in the woods. He 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 wants that to be your car. And yeah. I think we. <laughs> I don't think that was your car. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 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 So um, you know, one one of the goals of this show is to get Reddit to just scream at us. So uh, okay. So that's that's what we're putting that out there. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. Well, you know, to me, well, Russ is mysterious. You know, he's always around, yeah. and I think those 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 pieces are there for the people who are paying attention. Mm -hmm. um, sure. You know, um, I, I if you have questions, I can answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Well, your your story, <laughs> you know, your character story really changed for me at the end of three mm -hmm. uh, when they talked about the Abaddon tapes. And yeah. to see your character, Russell Wynn, uh, there before the first group got to Hell House and yeah. before the second group went into Hell House. And to, and to then, you know, go back and put into play the fact that you had been dead for two minutes. And, you know, the idea is that you were chosen, I'm assuming chosen by God to go back to be the one. Mm -hmm. That's another question I have, too. Uh, is because on the the Tully side, we mm -hmm. see Sarah Havel and Jessica, one of the reporters, to really be a vessel for a demon to come back. And I was really curious if Russell Wynn was truly Russell Wynn, or was he more of an angel embodying that, you know, being in Russell's body and doing what he needed to do? Yeah. I can only speak from my own, you know, experience. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. And, 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 you know, Stephen and other people who've created it can say something else. But yeah. my feeling is the second, the latter, um, that he, he, he does, he's another kind of force mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. does take a human form uh, for this story, for, for this purpose. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I connected to okay. it uh, sort of uh, naturally. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, and the time and the way that he can move through time and space, yeah. um, lends itself to that, um, for me. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I felt it and still, still do. Okay. 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 Great. Um, uh, so 
tell me uh, again, he, he takes on the property and he's going to uh, do insomnia there, right? That's the, that's the preface behind this whole thing. But Uh again, uh, when media group has come up before, and now we're actually introduced kind of to the embodiment of this thing, right? Right. As far as, what, as what, sorry, when you say it's been brought up before, it, where what are you referring to? So, uh, when Media Group uh, was the provider of the Hell House tapes, mm-hmm. you know, right. it was, it's very, it got very, yeah, it got very convoluted in there that you know it would talk about. Uh, Tully was in contact and sending out tapes to Russell, you know, Russell Wynn, and yeah. you were working mm. on something before it ended. Right. Once that started to unfold for me, it was very much they had taken this thread that a lot of people, you know, they didn't, if they don't get into the the backstory of what was going on in three, they think three is just a movie that where, where does it fall in the timeline? Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. everywhere in the timeline. Russell right. Wynn in that story is, it touches every one of those other movies. Yeah. And as someone that hasn't, I wasn't in those other movies. I remembered all the specific moments of going through and making sure that mm-hmm. those pieces, were there yeah so that those stories could open sort of open up yeah um the the ones that came before and three um so that was special because i i I only was able to do what i was there for but Mm -hmm. then once i saw it i i could go oh well that's yeah that's connecting these stories now in a way that obviously at the time i didn't so that's a quick question um what was your prep like for this role like how far ahead did you get it and how much research did you actually have to do um we had a good amount of time i want to say yeah. it was a couple months but i okay. I, I don't remember it was obviously a few years yeah, ago it's been now. sure sure since we filmed it yeah um and i worked on it for a while but i do remember that i i i liked and i connected with russell right right yeah. away i mean and i don't I don't know if I feel that normally. I was probably in a position where I was like, you know, sure. acting sometimes, sometimes not. Yeah. And then I read that and I went, wait, hold on a second. This is, this feels right. This feels like something that I, that I could do. So I remember immediately yeah. in the audition. Yeah. Had that feeling. And, and I, and I felt the connection with Steven too, where they're like, oh yeah, you, you are this guy. You're like, we wrote him before, but you, you are this guy. Sure. So that's always a fun thing when that happens. Yeah. Um, and then he, but he, he was really careful about saying, I, you know, this is a family and this is a family in terms of the production. Sure. Yeah. And a family and, and, and relationship environment with the other actors. Sure. And so I remember he was sort of saying, cause it was sort of mysterious. We're going to go here. We're going to go there. And uh, I remember he was saying something like, can we pick you up? Mm-hmm. And and I thought no, you know I I'm going to a place I don't know. It's in Pennsylvania. I've got a lot of days. You know, every day I had probably something to film or something. So sure. I want to be free to do what I need to when I'm not needed. Um, and I remember him going, yeah, but I really want you to be able to bond with the other actors. Yeah. And that's that the drive from here to there is is that sure. Um, and I said, well, all right, can I, can I drive them, you yeah. know, and yeah. drive together? And he said, well, yeah, if that works for you, then let's do that. Or maybe he suggested it or however we came to it. And so, yeah, we all got together and, and, and we all drove together. And so that was our first experience of really getting to know each other as actors, getting to know each other's characters. And yeah. then 
and you know we were staying in the hotel together so we, we all that bonding happened uh early on yeah. and i think served us in terms of the relationships we had and the dynamics um so yeah that was my preparation and every day you know just going through it and knowing that we're working on different pieces and like i said there's a lot of details that we that we want to touch and not just a great production in terms of doing all of that mm-hmm. in in a short time i don't remember how many days we filmed but yeah everybody was, everybody said somewhere between 10 and 14 days yeah, yeah that something like, right. a, like a real real not, fast schedule mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. where you guys all basically pitched in on everything for the most part yeah yeah See, yeah you got to help each other as actors and you have to know you're going to switch things and i mean that's part of it anyways but even sure. more so this kind of uh, schedule yeah, Stephen said that uh, he had to drive and go get the the clock and all those things for the newest movie and all that stuff. So, I mean, it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't change necessarily. I guess it can if you reach a certain budget level, but at right. at that level for a found footage film, you're trying to make it as cheap and as fast as possible. I would imagine, and and with as yeah, much quality as you can get. Exactly, and, yeah. and also like a lot of care for the for the. Um, for the audience and, and yeah. the viewers felt, which was like, you know, whatever those expectations are, you want to surprise people. And, mm. But then you also want to respect like, Hey, there's, there's, there's this big scene that they're, they're going to want, we're going to want. Yeah. And, and we got to deliver, you yeah. know, so that's where, that's where maybe the resources might go. Absolutely. And I remember um, Joe on production, he, he's so great. And he was saying, you know, when you're working on this, you start to get really creative. Mm-hmm. And, and, and resourceful in a way that when you have a budget, a bigger budget, uh, you, you may not do. And I remember that really touched me um, and still does where it's like, that's the most fun filmmaking. Yeah. I mean, if you're an actor, yeah. filmmaker is going like, hey, let's take this table and cut it up and sure. flip it and, and like, let's get that shot without thinking about the budget first. Let's get creative first. Right. And I thought they were doing that. We were doing that every day. So how much of Russell Wynn do we not necessarily know about? Are there things in these movies or specifically in three that, that maybe I, I I just feel like this, this whole series has a bunch of Easter eggs in it that we haven't seen yet. Or yeah, I I would, I would agree for for sure for Russell and and for other elements of the story. Okay. um, I think they can, they can expand or you can sort of find an origin. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I yeah. mean, for sure. It gives you some choices to make. Yeah. Um, and some relationships between people where you go, oh, wait, was there something before? Or is that just mm-hmm. a strong relationship now? And I think because of the way they position the films, it, 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 I guess I could say it, it leaves a lot to the viewer, which right. is fun. Right. Like when a text is written really well, I love beautiful texts like poetry or, or any kind of sure. text. It allows you to really take an active role in the story. Yeah. And so in a, in a different genre here with horror in this specific story, that, that's what's happening mm-hmm. is you can input your own ideas, your own sort of connections, and it becomes something else. Yeah. 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 A lot of people... <clears throat> You know, they talk about the la- the last scene at the diner when y'all were all together and how they, yeah. you know, they wrote it as a very Last Supper-esque kind of thing where you came in and the the wine and the bread 
and your disciples, right, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, but that that was the whole. That was to me. That was Russell's. And, and knowing that you you came to it from a point that you thought it was an angel, you know, really taking over this yeah. body and doing that. It it makes it more more poignant. Um, mm. And what well, makes the character so much bigger, you know? Well, yeah. just the, just like I said, the whole movie knowing that that character was there before the actual haunted house was ever started. Mm -hmm. and, and exactly. You know that there's always, Tully always talks about dominoes in play and you were a domino or a piece that was on the board for a long time before right. we ever saw you in, in three. And that's, that's mm -hmm. one of those things where we talk about, okay, you know, that's a whole nother movie to look at that. What was Russell doing as he was going through and putting these people, you know, and getting into this, production of Faust and how it Faust is a whole other part of this thing and how it, it exactly. you know, and the best, I line, love that you have one of the best lines of the whole series. And if you can't trust a priest, yeah. <laughs> when father Paulus gives you up, <laughs> if you can't trust a priest, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness! And I don't you know, know if this working is... on an audition. I'm working on an audition now from from Spotlight, and so you know, uh, I actually don't know if I've seen that film, which is probably great for the audition. Um, and it's it's that it's that big scene, and again, another line about a priest. So uh -huh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. It's these stories they keep coming back in different forms, and I think that's what's important about them is that you reach audiences through horror, through, I'm big into graphic novels, love mm. graphic novels. I think that opens up um, story for people who may be turned off by text for whatever sure, reason they sure. might be, you know? Um, so, and horror has a very strong connection with graphic novels, or at least in my mind it does. I mean, I love Neil Gaiman and what he does oh, with yeah. genre. Mm -hmm. um, so these are, these are worlds that, you know, different forces angel uh you know you don't just a story doesn't just start when you walk in right i mean i think you're saying it there there's a whole you know yeah it's it's like, like you said that happened to russell before he walks in yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. well it's, it's any character but especially there. it again is that world building that lore the stuff that comes before you and the stuff that will come after you because you were yeah. there right yeah. um yeah i think i think you're it, it's weird how um, one movie can introduce a character that basically kind of is, is, is the main character of one of these on, things, on of the, the entire on, thing. On the good side. Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. people, I don't think people really realize. Yeah. Cause it's good versus evil and, yeah. and you're, you're on that good side, you know? And, and, uh, um, it's, it's odd to me that you wouldn't be in more of these, you know, just flashbacks yeah, and other things like flashbacks that, yeah. and things like that. So sure. what my, I guess my question for you is, uh, when do you start filming number five? Yeah, you know what? Now I sort of want to get started like today. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. We um, we we've asked got some ideas. I got you know my notebook <laughs> is here. I'm thinking me and Russ. We've asked we've asked every person that we've talked to that same thing. Like you know when does number five start? Because we're we're just trying to catch somebody that'll say, oh yeah, we started in <laughs> March or whatever. You know that kind of thing. Uh, Stephen, 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 and Tully were having nothing to do with that. So. Yeah, and what's really they're sneaky. <laughs> from from a from a 
a, a viewer, a fan standpoint, it's, yeah. it's, it's film is a very frustrating medium because the, the <laughs> lead up time from, okay, I just walked out of the theater in four. I, I want to go get five. I yeah. can't go, you know, yeah. next right. month and right. the next issue of the comics coming out or the yeah. next book. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you got to hope that the money comes up somewhere and the time exactly. available to put everybody together. Well, and the I, schedule and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what would you think? It would be sort of like every, every year, every two yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, something, I think a year is really difficult to do, but. It, well, especially just these days where we've, where we've all been conditioned to just binge all this stuff, you know? And yeah. so now yeah. I would imagine the attention span for this kind of stuff is so short, uh, you know, right. that people just want more and more and more and more. And that's just not, I mean, that's not possible if you want a good production. Well, and then on the actors and actresses side of it, you, you, if you're doing too much stuff back to back to back, yeah. then you get typecast. Sure. That's true. You yeah, know, you, you want your range because as an, I would assume as an actor and actress, you want to explore other things and be other people yeah. and develop other characters. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And you, that, I mean, that's an active practice that will not be given. You know, I think mm -hmm. that's something that you really has to come from within and you go, I know what material moves me and I go to that. Yeah. And then we talk about details. That's yeah. how I feel. Sure. You know, that's how I felt about wrestle. It's how I feel about any, if I have that feeling of, I'm like, this makes sense. It's important to me right now. It's like, tell me when we start. I'm, you know, I mean, immediately, yeah. you know, let's take this text and read it. Let's listen to it. Yeah. Let's move it. Um, because, you know, you overthink things. Yeah, sure. I think that's what I like also about it is you don't have time to overthink yeah. when you're on this kind of schedule. And so sure you can, I mean, as an actor, you can always nitpick a performance, oh, this and that. But really, hopefully what happens is you stop thinking and you're yeah. just reacting. Yeah, and you're in the space with your actors, and I think that did happen. Certainly felt like it happened, and I think it came out in the film. Um, and I know that one time I went back into we had finished filming for the day, and you know it's full of kind of people in the different mm -hmm. rooms. Yeah, you know things have been blocked off, and there's lights, and so it's very sort of it's a set, right? Mm -hmm. It's a house, but it's a set. Sure. And um, and everybody had left for the day, and it might have even been one of the last days, so it was really empty, like. Other actors had left. It was a smart, but there was no one in that house. Mm. And I had to, I had to grab something. I forget what it was. And I went in and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is what it feels like yeah. to be in this space. And I was totally freaked out and just, you know, ran. It's got, it, yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> and just, you know, and, and I thought, wow, we've been creating this, this whole mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And this is the first time you feel it. Yeah, but sure. It's it it, it had that that house has a character. It has a spirit. Well, it yeah. has something else going on. And when you bring people into it, it adds. But when you take people away, yeah, yeah. it still goes on. Well, it's living just and, it's just you in the house life. at that well, point, right? He, I mean, it's just you in the house, and he, so that that becomes yeah. tough. Yeah. He, he broke Russell's number one rule. Yeah. Nobody in the house after dark. That's right. And always use the buddy <laughs> system. Up. Always use and the buddy I system. Said, Listen to your own advice. Yeah, you That's just, right. mm, yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. good. Lucky you got out of there. I mean, you know. So <laughs> just real quick, what uh, uh, what was your experience like working with the folks in the clown suits and things like that? Did you have a lot of, uh, or let me, let me ask you two-parter, uh, the clown yeah. suits and Tully. So give me give me your your experience with those two. Oh man, I must have buried those those scary those scary nightmares somewhere. Um, 
I'm trying to, well, I'll talk, I guess I'm thinking of the clown suit yeah. first. Sure. And that was in the basement, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's the other yeah, thing, right. that adds, that was, that's the other thing that adds to that house, right? Is it's got a freaking basement in it too. Oh, you that, know, that basement is freaky. Man. That's what I'm and saying. It's, it's a portal to hell and you know, that's what you've been creating. <laughs> and then how do you get that out of your head when you have to wander around the house, you know? Oh my gosh. Well, we didn't, you didn't spend much time down there. I'll Good. say that. <laughs> Go ahead. And, and yeah, no, I wouldn't, it wasn't a place to hang out. Yeah. Um, and so there was a feeling like you're stepping, there was a feeling like you're stepping into another realm. Yeah. I've had that experience before in life, uh, <laughs> both creatively and personally. And, and wow. it, it had that feeling where you, you suddenly you're, you're paying attention differently. Your, your, yeah. your, your senses are heightened. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, in that state, you see these clowns and they're sitting there and, and I, and, and they're not moving, I think. And then they move and. Yeah, no, I mean, I was yeah. totally freaked out, you know, I mean, sure. didn't want to look in that direction. Sure. Didn't really remember are the real people. Obviously, when they came out of that space, we could have a snack and, <laughs> and <laughs> some I'm hoping, I'm but, hoping they at least took the head off, you know, as you're eating the Doritos. Yeah, no, when yeah, 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 I got you. Got that you. Off, <laughs> but with that on, was, I, mean, I just don't know that I can share a bag of suggestion. Let yeah, me say that. I, I just don't know that I can share some cool ranch Doritos with that clown and, you know, he's still got the face <laughs> you on. Know, you have yeah. to, you have to. <laughs> That'd be a little rough. Well, we had we had talked to Patrick. Um, it was Gideon who played Patrick in the fourth mm -hmm. one, and he uh, his background is is in uh, very physical form. He's he, he, mime work, and uh, mm -hmm. he said mm -hmm. that when he put the mask on, he became another mm -hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. It it changed him, and you know, and that's just part of, it. and that's why I, I, Mike and I talk about. It. It's really great to talk to y'all mm -hmm. about how you, <clears throat> excuse me, how you put that and create those characters. Yeah, and that's a, that's the thing a lot of people I don't think get to see mm -mm. is you know these yeah. kind of conversations about what you did to create these characters. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, I I can relate to that, although I didn't have a mask. I yeah, had a scar. sure. I think that any, I mean, any, especially in horror, but in anything, hair and makeup and wardrobe, it's such a big part of visual storytelling. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I think probably actors, because you're taught to sort of be in a white room and create by yourself. And, and yeah, yeah sometimes that's, it's good to be able to do that because that moment will happen when you're alone and you have to do that. But really every day it's this collaboration and it's so important that there is a process that happens yeah. that while you're in the makeup chair and some maybe there's something happening with the scars and some mask and then you put on the wardrobe and now you're in the space and 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 so that's that process of for everyone it's different but those elements are what creates it and then you're just on the ride and you, and you're hoping that you have good people around you, which we did to say, you know, more in that direction or let's take it here. Um, and yeah, I mean, the mask, not to bring it back to that Indian dance, but this, this master teacher who my, my mom uh, knew, uh, Kuni Raman, he would say that as he got in the makeup chair, that's where he transformed. Yeah. 
and and it, it had a lot like it was a, a headdress and a lot of things sure but that's where he would he, i think he said he wouldn't even really speak that much yeah or he would change his speech so that it's like you know you're not just having a casual conversation anymore you're taking on this yeah and uh, and and i i worked uh on lincoln i worked yeah. on lincoln yeah we saw I that president lincoln and and I could say the same thing there where it was like, you know, hair and makeup, that process of becoming someone else. And in that case, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a person, someone knows a mythical person. Sure. Um, you need everybody, you need everybody. And, yeah. and that, that scar tells a whole story, right? It tells that origin, what, what happened, there's something else there. And it also asks this question, is this someone to be trusted or not? Yeah. Um, is he good or bad? I, 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 although I think Russell was doing good things, I don't think things are that black and white. I think, no, no um, you know, that not to get into that, but there's, you know, angels of all kinds, mm-hmm. and fallen angels. Sure. And, sure. and to me, I, when I hear fallen angel, and that's not a specific, I'm just saying, when I hear that term, I think of, wow, that sounds like a misunderstood being. Sure. You know, yeah. who, who, who maybe I'm not saying good or bad, right? Just yeah. it, it, people saw them differently. What? And so any chance that you get to expand that space of good and bad and black and white mm-hmm. and shadow and light, yeah. which I do all the time writing and, and acting. Yeah. I think it, it, it does a, a great service. I think it helps everyone have more space to say I'm many things. I mean, perfect, but I'm striving for something. And uh, Russell's a very big form of that. But it also a very, there's a, there's a human element there too yeah. of, of, of someone trying to be better. So with Tolly, I mean, that battle in the basement was wild. Yeah. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. we filmed it towards the end. So everyone had left, like I said. Yeah. And it was really just the two of us, and he was there in that cave and that voice. Well, he's. And a- I mean, I was going to the death for sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I I was not going to maybe hurt this actor, but yeah, you know, I was not going to back down in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have, I have a, not Russell, not me, not ever. That's right. Yeah. I have a, 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 a kind of a lead-in, a question that goes into that, um, yeah. and I don't know if you can say or not. Yeah. But what was can you say what was in the box that you got from Father Paulus? Oh, yeah. Because I know when you go into the basement, and here's what there's here's something that I know you, you could see like a stole or something that you had around your neck that was not right. originally with your character. But yep, that's when, when Tully met you in 2C, he addressed you as Russell, and he knew who you were. When he saw you in the basement... He looked at you and said, who are you? Mm. Yeah. So you that's were. That's the other form, right? That's, yeah, that's the other form. Yeah. Of, and the, taking, whether it be supernatural, angel, yeah. now he's recognizing that he's dealing with, yeah. you know, not just a regular adversary. And I didn't know if it was the materials that you were given from Father, Father Paulus that allowed that to happen or not. But I just thought that was really interesting. That was a thread that was just. He got something that was holy, obviously from a father, and then right. you used it, and it did change the way the demon saw you. Mm-hmm. That was just interesting mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful detail, and you describe it well. 
Well, we, we, that's something that keeps coming up, right? Is, is how are these people seen when they come back? So for instance, Mm -hmm. you know, the sister, he, he ends up bringing her back in the fourth one. But our main question there was, did he see his sister as she was, or did he see a demon or what did he see? And I Mm -hmm. believe he said, he he, said, he saw both. He said in my mind, and this was in the fourth movie, he, he, you know, he made a deal to bring his sister back. And he said, in my mind, I see her as both. Yeah. my sister and a demon. Yeah. And he said, I'm in a place where I'm happy to have either one. Yeah. Oh, I love that. See, that's that's right, the yeah. kind this of stuff. Good stuff. stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, that's, cool. that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking about uh, Russell here though. I mean, he, yeah. he's probably both, you know, it's according both. to, it's according to who sees him, both. when they see him, what he's doing, all of those things, you know? So I, I would imagine that uh, Andrew Tully sees him very differently than the people that that uh he's trying to help you know i i would absolutely. those are two very different things yeah absolutely and i think he probably transforms into those different forms as necessary yeah yeah that's a good point that's a great point well um gabriel thank you so much for spending so much time with us we really appreciate it can i can i ask you real quick what are you working on now uh what am i working on uh I'm auditioning for some for some cool projects here in LA. Yeah, uh, the, the most, strike just got over. Yeah, right. The strike got over. Yeah. So, so auditioning for American Horror Stories, which hmm. was pretty cool, um, and some other things. And then, really, what I've been doing is I've been uh, writing short stories that have taken the form of poems. Oh, so wow. I have my first collection called Reorientations coming out in 2024. Very oh, cool. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, it, it, I, I didn't choose it. You know, it was just sort of like, this is the language that will help you say what you need to say. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about it. And it's, it's helping a lot of other writing um, and, and film scripts, but it, these ones took that form. That's very cool. Yeah, That's it's very cool. we, Mike and I, you know, when we get a chance to do something creative, it's just about, you know, what, what is the muse giving you at the time? And you sure. work with it, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, I, and really, it, a lot of it comes down to uh, is listening. Mm, you know, mm. listening is listening to silence. Is listening to the text. Is listening to what's going on with you, or if there's another person, you yeah. know, them. And I think that's where um, that's where the the magical, the interesting connections happen, uh, creatively and otherwise. Um, and so it's something where. Yeah, I think there's a great, I think even Neil Gaiman talks about it. He's like, when you get a writer's block, I don't want to quote him, this is his stuff. But he says, when you get a writer's block, just listen to your characters. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what a great idea. He's like, when you have nothing to say, when you have nothing to write, just listen to them. They've they've got stuff going on. They'll they'll tell you some stuff. And I just thought. Well, that, that active, that active listening is so hard, right? Like, like, especially today, I, even like listening to my wife, tell me about her day at the end of the day, I'm thinking about the next question or I'm thinking about the next thing instead of really being solid on what she's saying, you know? And so present to what's happening and and what she's not saying and, and, and all those things. And uh, in acting, you, you you pay special attention to it. So I'm grateful yeah. for the hours that you, we've spent. Yeah. But it's such a valuable skill in, in reading and writing and just human dynamics yeah. to go, let me not be totally thinking about all my ideas all the time and how what you're saying might 
right. influence them. Right. And let me put that as much to the side for now and just hear what what's going on with you in this moment. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that in acting or in life, it's just a special feeling. It's a and special skill. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah definitely. I hope to do it more and more, you know, even here. I've yeah. had it here with you guys hearing you describe a moment or taking a time to just sort of sit and enjoy being in an interview with you. So yeah. thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you. We really appreciate it. And uh, this, again, we're, we're going to go over lore. We're going to go over the world that's being built within the Hell House movies and stuff. And we hope that if we run into something where we need to ask some questions about Mr. Wynn, that we can, we can holler back at you. I'd, I'd be happy to answer any questions about Mr. Wynn. Always. Well, and, and as your uh, projects progress, when you have more and more to announce or oh, yeah. things are coming out, you know, we can find a venue to get that out to an audience as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. Oh, I, sure. I so appreciate that. And I will share it. I, I want to share it with good people and, and you definitely meet that criteria. So Fantastic. I, uh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you for being there and supporting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Uh, I wish appreciate you it. nothing but luck on all your projects and we're looking forward to reorientations. Sounds good. Well, thank you both for having me and have a, have a great holiday and, and, and a really great 2024. You got you it. Too. Thank same, you very same much. To you. All right. Goodbye. Great Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Oh, he was nice enough. He didn't. That was oh, sorry. <clears throat> well, no, we're coming at him from a couple yeah. of years ago. He's well, that's the thing, right? I mean, this how this was 2019 and this is 20 we're about to be in 2024. Yeah. So almost 5 years under it. Plus, if it came out in 2019, it was probably filmed the year before. Yeah. You know, so you're looking 5 6 years down the road. I think it was interesting that as we asked questions, yeah. and that helped it kind of flooded back to him. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, and again, I think to me the fact that they that we're asking questions that are a little different, deeper than just a yeah. scratching the yeah. surface. And we're okay. How did you do that? And then they yeah. get very, they like that they get yeah. actors. And, and again, that's their craft. Well, and, 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 and I can't say it enough that, that these folks that we've talked to, um, this is what six, eight, something mm -hmm. like that at this point. Um, everybody has just been so giving and so open mm -hmm. to this project. And I, I really appreciate all of them. Um, I mean, cause he doesn't have to take time out of his day to listen, you know, to talk to us. But, well, especially to come back and cover something that's yeah, from, from 2019. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I, you know, I just, I don't know where this is going to be in the timeline of things we release, but uh, Gabriel, we, we really appreciate your time. And that goes for everyone who's talked to us mm -hmm. so far. Um, it's just been, it's been a wonderful project that's just kind of opened up itself to us just talking to, to, to normal people, you yeah. know? And, and, and interesting to hear, you know, that, that, that they would look forward to stepping back into roles yeah. because they, they enjoyed making oh, yeah. it so much. Yeah. Know? And it, it, that's the crazy part to me is that, you know, you would think as you start to work yourself up as an actor in rank, you know, and do bigger yes. things and stuff like that, that you would be like, Oh, thank God. I don't have to do those 14 day shoots anymore or whatever. But it sounds like everybody would, would just pile into a car and go shoot it right now if they yeah. needed to. And I think that says a lot about Steven also. And the way that he's created this this family in this world, the environment. I love, yeah, I love the story of them all driving there together. That's yeah. a perfect bonding. And he said, "That's a yeah. I, I want you to so you yeah. get to know these people." That's that's so that's brilliant. Yeah, I I can't 
can't imagine getting in a car with Glenn Close and trying to figure out what her character is going to be, you mm-hmm. know, on the way to. I just can't believe he went back in by himself. I yeah, mean, just not to, I mean, that was I his would, number one rule. Don't. I would not hang out in that house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would just leave it till tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Let's wait until the sun comes up. Yeah. All right. Well, there's another one down. Uh, we keep uh, keep poking and prodding. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully someday we'll we'll see number five. There you go. So Let's see what's the next in store I, for Abaddon Eyes. By the way, I'm going to ask everybody, you know, uh, you have are to. you going to be a number five? Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You can find Abaddon Eyes exploring the Hell House LLC universe anywhere you get your podcasts or at roguemedianetwork.com. I found the gateway. It's glorious. Play us a song. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.